The Biden administration, following a windfall of IT modernization dollars Congress approved through COVID-19 spending, is outlining its vision of how it'll make the most of that money. The Office of Management and Budget released a plan last week detailing projects made possible through three government-wide IT modernization funds, as well as upcoming spending plans. Meanwhile, congressional spending on IT modernization for fiscal 2023 is coming into focus. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has been writing about all this, and he joins us now to talk more. Hey, Jory. Hey, Jared. So why is this spending plan coming out now? The short answer is because Congress told the administration that they had to. They made that explicitly clear in the omnibus spending bill that we saw for fiscal 2022, where appropriators made clear that they wanted the administration to to demonstrate how it was going to maximize the impact of the money that it got across these funds, which is a considerable amount given the current state of the COVID-19 pandemic. What we saw in this plan is the administration prioritize four areas of focus here, cybersecurity, IT modernization, digital first customer experience, and data as a strategic asset. And, and we said on the way in there that these are really three different government-wide IT modernization funds. What specific pots of money or appropriations or funding streams are, are we looking at? Right. The first bucket here is the Federal Citizen Services Fund, which is managed by the General Services Administration. They use this money to support an array of .gov websites. Probably the most famous of them is USA.gov. That got called that from the administration in its customer experience executive order to be what they call a digital front door for federal services so that members of the public can find the services they're looking for, even if they're not savvy on where that exists in the federal bureaucracy, what agency, what program office. It also, that fund also supports GSA's technology transformation services, as well as the new U.S. Digital Corps that we'll talk about in a moment. The other bucket here, the second bucket, is OMB's IT Oversight and Reform Account. OMB uses this for government-wide spending projects as well as its U.S. digital service. And some notable and some notable projects that we saw this fund support is covidtest.gov, as well as the IRS's new website for expanded child tax credits, and an overhaul of the Agriculture Department's Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, or SNAP. And Third here, uh, third but not final, of course, is the Technology Modernization Fund, which received an unprecedented $1 billion through the American Rescue Plan. And we continue to see new projects being supported by the TMF uh, every couple of weeks, every couple of months. And Jory, how detailed does this strategy get? I mean, does it tell us much about specifics in terms of what kinds of IT spending is going to come out of these three buckets? It gives us a general idea of where the spending is going from here. OMB's ITOR account is going to use its remaining money to hire technical experts across government who can lead some of these modernization projects. GSA's Federal Citizen Services Fund will use more of its funding to improve customer experience across a couple dozen agencies and programs that OMB has designated as high-impact service providers. And lastly, the Technology Modernization Fund will use the remainder of that billion dollars to identify new opportunities for shared services across government. Case in point, the administration has really been focused on GSA working with the Veterans Affairs Department to make login.gov really the backbone for its wide array of digital services. 
And as you mentioned earlier, really unprecedented levels of spending on federal IT here, especially in the TMF. What can we tell about how well that matches up against agencies' actual appetites? Is it enough? It's really one of those glass half full, glass half empty moments where you look at you look at a billion dollars at TMF, for example, and think, my goodness, what can't you do with one billion dollars? But already the TMF board that manages that pot of money, they've gotten requests that total two point five billion dollars. So it's just a case where the demand for that money outpaces the supply of that money. People like Senator Mark Warner have looked at that discrepancy and pointed to it as reason why for fiscal 23, for the budget that's being hashed out now, that the Technology Modernization Fund continues to get more money. In this case, he's asking for $300 million to be added to the TMF for next fiscal year. And it is just one of those things where he says that the TMF has demonstrated some success here, but it's just the kind of thing where you have to continue to add money into it for it to be the revolving fund that he and other champions of the TMF won it to be. And Jory, back to Senator Warner's comments about how the TMF has kind of started to prove itself. What what have some of those dollars been spent on recently? What we've seen specifically from the TMF board, they've given some money to the National Archives and Records Administration for them to overcome a backlog of requests for military service records from veterans and their families. This has been something that we've heard about since the beginning of the COVID pandemic, really. These are records that are essential for people to prove that they have served in the military and that they are eligible for VA benefits. And this is a backlog that is in the hundreds of thousands of requests. This is something NARA can take this money and digitize slowly but surely its holdings of records, which are largely paper-based. I believe only about 10% of them are available in an electronic format. The TMF board is also giving USDA funding to stand up its zero trust cybersecurity architecture. USA, USDA specifically singled out here because they are such a shared service provider to other agencies and are such a very public source of public benefits uh, to uh, to a wide community. And let's get, get back to the U.S. Digital Corps that you mentioned just a little bit ago, now bringing on its first round of fellows. What do we know about which agencies they're headed to and what they're going to be working on? They are headed to 13 agencies in total here. We're talking about 40 fellows who were selected from about a thousand applications, and they are working really just about everywhere. They are working at GSA's Technology Transformation Services. They are going to work on USA.gov, which we mentioned in a moment here. They're going to work at the VA with their digital experience team over there to improve how the VA presents itself online to veterans and making sure that veterans know how to access the services that they're looking for. And they're also going to be going to the Office of Personnel Management. They're going to have two fellows who are going to look at ways to improve human capital management across the federal government. All right. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman bringing us up to speed on federal IT modernization spending. Thanks a lot, Jory. Thanks, Jared. And you can find Jory's reporting on this at federalnewsnetwork.com. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. 
Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.